Cyrus. How you doing? I'm good, Alex. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. As we were talking right before the recording, it's been a while. You know, like we've been in touch for a while, and you know, like it was long due that we finally meet. So nice to meet you, Iris. Really, you know, like it's a uh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, like I said, it's long overdue, and I had reached out to you a while back, and we connected, and I think the timing is right now, especially with everything going on in the world. So thanks for having me finally. It's a pleasure. Um, Let's kick it off by, uh, you know, kind of my twofold um, use, you know, like the, the, the usual question that I've been asking for the past few months. Um, where are you located and how has been the pandemic for you so far? Mm, great question, Alex. Uh, so I'm located in Toronto, Ontario. I'm in the North York area of Toronto. And um, for those that don't know, pretty much like near Yorkdale Shopping Mall, if you don't know, or if you do know. And the pandemic for me, uh, I, in the beginning and when, and when we were sort of in the crux of it, I was saying that it didn't really affect me as much. But it's starting to affect me a bit now, especially with, uh, you know, with this whole vaccine thing and people requiring, I haven't been vaccinated yet, but, you know, places are requiring you to have that proof of vaccine and stuff like that. So just maneuvering around that, figuring ways to do it. I, I've always been a homebody and work didn't really stop for me during the pandemic, which I'm truly grateful for. Um, but, you know, we're all, we're all a bit afraid, you know, and certain organizations and companies, they start implementing these policies that require you to be vaccinated because they're afraid, even if 99% of the organization is vaccinated and you're a part of that 1% that isn't and doesn't need to be, they still want you to be, you know? So you gotta, you're, you're in this personal fight with yourself and the company you work for. So we'll figure it out, but no complaints, you know, it could always be worse. So how's it been for you where you are? Wow, you know, like that's a great question. Like, um, it it is still. Um, it's funny. It's kind of a it, those they're waves, right? Like, so so initially, um, being quarantined with, um, I have a son with um, um, special needs. Yeah, uh, he's on the spectrum. Um, so you know, like, no more daycare. My wife and I kept our job, so you know, like we were we were team uh, labeled essential services right off the bat. So yes, we yes. had full time jobs with a son with special needs at home. So it was a fucking nightmare to be quite honest. So like it was it was really really tough. And at some point, um, we mutually agreed that you know, like my wife worked uh, for a smaller company than I did. Um, I worked for like a, I, I literally worked for Dell. You know, like so so I you know it's one hundred sixty thousand employees. That could actually, like, uh, for a while, could actually, they were, I mean, you know, like I was about to say they were kind enough. They didn't have much choice, either that or they would just fire me. Um, I actually told them that, you know, like I couldn't, you know, like I just couldn't do like full eight hour days. You know, like my son could be left, you know, like a few, even a few minutes alone, you know. Like, so it was just like, guys, um, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to be there during nap time and, you know, whatever. But, uh, I'm you know, knowing that my, my wife's job was much more at risk than mine. Um, I kind of, you know, like uh, I sacrificed uh, a lot of the time there. So that's one, you know, like, which was, you know, like kind of, you know, the evening was more of a regroup time where my wife and I made like a a phenomenal team and we would just discuss and talk a lot about it. Yes. Um, And recently I started um, kind of discovering that by, you know, 
being alone a lot and and not just alone but socially um how can i say it um unused to be socially around people yes um recently i went um i told the same story last week but you know like i, I went to a restaurant for someone's birthday and um one of the best stable in the world actually you know, like it's it's you know super high ranked restaurant yeah. worldwide. Yeah. Um, big shout out to Musso in Montreal. Um, and <laughs> so <laughs> we were, you know, like we were two I couples. Miss, I miss Montreal, man. I want to come over there. So Montreal, Montreal. I miss Montreal. <laughs> and um, I was, I was actually, you know, like having, I had a great, great time, but I actually told my wife that, you know, when I got back in the car to drive back home, there was that kind of tickling in the back of my neck. You know, like there's very no other way I could explain that, which is not, you know, I don't know if it's um, agoraphobia, you know, like, you know, like, I don't know if it translates well, you know, like, right. which it, you know, like it's phobia of, you know, like um, crowds and whatever. Right. It wasn't that, but really almost like a, the shadow of a sigh of relief sitting back in my car on my way back home. Mm. which fucking worried me. You know, like I was like, wow, you know, like what's, what's going on here? You yeah. know, like the, am I really, you know, like do I have like the tip of my toes in what other could live or, or, or feel like, like through phobias developing after being that much time alone and, you know, like without, you know, like kind of the, the social and, and crowd gathering. Right. Um, and it's it's really not my type, you know. Like I'm, my job is actually I'm a sales representative. You know, like I should be on the road meeting with people. Yes. But I'm not eager to, you know, like so, which is a pro it it is a problem. You know, like I should be anxious to get back on the road and meeting with people, hmm. but you know, um, consciously or you know, like unconsciously, I don't want to, you know. And so I started kind of being aware of that, and you know, like that's. Um, so it's not uncomfortable. It's just that I realized that, oh, wow, I need to really be conscious that um, there's kind of something in the back of my mind that says, well, you know, like you, you could stay home. That's good. You know, right. and so I have to kick my butt out of the house. You know, like, so were you, um, yeah. where was it? Did you guys end up uh, guys and girls, you and your wife, did you end up finding like a babysitter to kind of cover those gaps? Like how difficult is it for you to? to manage that with, with your child. It's, uh, you know, like, so, so, um, at some point during, you know, like that, that process, we, um, ended up finding, um, special needs specialists. Um, one lady was super kind, you know, like she, she worked at the school and, you know, since schools were shut down, um, you know, like we obviously paid, paid her well, but you know, like she was super open to come and, you know, like last, you know, like up, up, mostly the mornings and you know like until my sons would nap yeah. um so you know like there was that there was that um eventually after that you know like we we moved since you know like so we went from one shore of montreal to the other shore of montreal and so we found someone else that's super open and super kind and so she gives us um tuesday nights not tuesday nights but tuesday evenings but thursday nights you know like and and so all our Thursdays are actually, you know, like my wife and I act literally have dinner together and, you know, like we do some activity, you know, like, so we either go like 
this Thursday, we just booked that. You know, like we're, we're going to go see Dune and, you know, like it's, you know, like, so it's going to be movie night with some nice dinner. And, you know, like, so, so that's our way to kind of build back some intimacy and, you know, like yes, just yes. being a, a couple, you know, like, so, yes. um, and sometimes it's just, you know, like before we started recording, you talked about your dog. I have a young dog, but it's a huge dog, you know, I like guess yes. she's, and, um, she made a fucking mess in my backyard this, this evening. You know, like it was really, really, really bad. You know, like I, you know, like, and I, I was really, really angry, you know, like right. really, really angry. Right. And, uh, and so I, I, I had to talk it off. You know, like I had to really vent off to my wife and say, she's like that close for me to just, Returner, you know, like yeah. I, it, it was that bad. You know, like I, like I told you, like I have a son that has for a lot, and um, I'm like the, the the project in this house should be my son. You know, like if 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 I if I remove time that I can, you know, like um, just spend on, you know, like making my my son's life better. Yes, and to to a dog that fucks up my backyard. <laughs> um <laughs> you know it's uh, i failed you know like because actually the dog is you know like he, he, she's in training to become a service dog you know like mm-hmm. so but but if 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 i if i spend an hour running after her because you know like she destroyed you know some pieces of my property right. um i'm actually you know like i you know like my my the exercise is failing here you know like there, there's something missing and you know like what what i'm doing and anyway so like it's just to say that you know like there's a lot of Communication is key, you know, like it, during all the process. You know, right. Long answer to you know to your question, but you know, like it's it it, it really is um, it's another journey. I'd say, you know, like you you never know another you know, like challenge, another challenge. Yeah, sometimes sometimes your spouse down, sometimes it's you. Sometimes you know, like creativity is involved, um, shooting ideas. My wife is great at you know like finding ways for us to you know like to meet with people my my wife is like the, the, the social beast you know like she she loves um she she loves having people at home you know like i, I tend to rather do the documentary and you know like the netflix and chill shit you know, like so <laughs> right right um okay um and last question I got around the pandemic thing. Yeah. There's actually there's two questions. Um, which, is it um, you know is it kind of you know like can, can I ask you why you're you're hesitating on on the vaccine thing? Great question, Alex. I feel like um, it's it's not like I'm anti-vaccine or or anything like that. I just feel more so like people should have the opportunity to choose for themselves if that's what they want to do. You know what I mean? It's not like it, I don't feel I don't believe that people should be forced to do something that they don't want to do. Like you know, the government yeah. doesn't. The government didn't give birth to me. My mother did. You know. Yeah. My two people. Two people created me, not the company that I work for. You know, this is just a job, you know. So for, you know, I work for an organization that promotes a lot of values that they're totally going against at the moment. And, 
you know, that's not for me to speak ill of them. It's just the truth of the matter. And uh, I'm a bit shocked, you know, I'm a bit shocked. I'm a bit jaded of the field that I'm in because of stuff like this, you know, and just when you thought it was kind of bad, it, it gets a bit worse. But, you know, the universe has a plan for everything. And I think everything happens for a reason. So just like you and I finally getting on this call, like, you know, it didn't happen when I initially reached out, not to anyone's fault. It's just it wasn't the time. We're yep. in a time now where things are happening the way they're supposed to, and you just got to trust the process. So I get it. I get it. And I accept it, but I don't agree with it, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Is it, um, and, you know, like, sorry, I, you know, like, I, I, I feel like digging that, you know, like, I'm, you know, like, really? and I totally understand what you're saying, you know, like, yeah. and, and, you know, like, we've had situations where, you know, like, people were, almost canceled, you know, like in our public, um, you know, like in our public landscape, you know, like in public, you know, um, that we're, you know, like we're um, just outed and canceled based on um, justified and explainable arguments that actually, you know, similar to what you just served us, you know, like, which is, you know, I I totally understand what you're saying. Um, I do have, you know, like that anti-conformist gene in me. You know, like uh, <laughs> I'm happy you do. I'm so happy you do because you're scaring me. I'm like, where's the conversation going? Is he gonna tell me? I'm really no, happy. No, no. Go. Yeah. Well, you know, like and but I I I just complied out of well fuck off, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, all right, if you can't beat him, join him, right? And, and yeah, and there was kind of a, you know, I don't know, like yesterday, though is it it was Saturday. We, again, you know, like we had some some couple when came home and they started talking about like the Russian vaccine, you know, like and they talked, you know, like they were just like it was like almost like a hot debate on you know, like I would never take that shit, you know, like it, and they turned around and said, Alex, would you get shot by the Russian vaccine? I was like, it would shoot shit in me and I wouldn't care, you know, like am I compliant now? You know, like I I, I got your shitty stuff, you know, like. McDonald's puts worse shit in our body. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for me, it was just like, all right then. You know, like, what, what is it? You know, like, you, you want to, you know, like, you want to shoot me four times? All right. You know, like, but I, I do have that gene in me. I do have that anti-conformance, you know, like where, and to be quite fair, you know, like, I think I flipped the switch on getting the shot by anti-conformism you know just like okay i'm gonna be the first one to fucking get it right, you know, so. right, 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 right. <laughs> well i think alex like throughout my whole life i've had to kind of go against the grain you know there were so many things being presented to me in my life about how how i should be as a person or how i can make things happen for myself i i was told i gotta go these routes and I was like, no, I'm going to go this route and make this happen for me. And also, I think this 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 part is just like another piece of that where like I, I have to, I'm not allowed to conform. It's just not how I was programmed as an individual. I know. I accept I know. it, you know, like it's just <laughs> some of us are made there. We're made, we're all made differently, you know, and yes. Throughout my life, like in as you're speaking, I'm thinking about the past and in retrospect, it's like I don't think I've ever I've never I'm I'm so stubborn. I guess it's the Taurus in me, you know? Yeah. Like I gotta do things my way and you can't tell me otherwise. Like <laughs> don't budge me. I'll do it when I wanna do it, kind of thing, you know? So Wow. 
Yeah. So you're you're a young version of me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm cut from the same cloth. You know. <laughs> it's so funny because, um, like I told you, like I started in sales. You know, like I I I'm 46. You know, like so yeah. so, and I'm a self learning guy. You know, like so that yeah. you know, you can imagine. You know, like my father is like a scholar that you know, like was probably one of the first um, get graduated um, student from a computer at the time. Yeah. Like it was. You know, like so, he literally um, kicked out accountant at our hydro uh, public hydro services um, when when he was a when he was a young man. You know, like so right. so, um, and he's a scholar. But right. I learned by myself. You know, like I, I tried school and it was shit. And you know, like yes. I and I, I kind of yeah, and I I'll cried. You know, like I pretty much you know I like, kind of. Um, I lighted the fact that they were really crappy teachers, um, which, you know, it doesn't jive well with school, right? You, know, like you, you just get out and, you know, get the fuck out and that's it. You know? like, so, um, <clears throat> and my father always said, you know, like you like long trails, you know, like you, you don't want to take the eye road, you know, like you like having like two or four wheels, uh, you know, like kind of on the side track and make your life miserable. You know, like just, <laughs> Yeah. yeah almost breaking the car doing it you know like, yeah. i'm like yeah but you know like i i you know at some point i think i got out of breath you know like it was just like too much you know like and i i still in the in in my most routed um convictions and beliefs i i, I had lunch today about a situation you know, with my wife and you know like there was a situation in the morning going on and my wife just looking at me and said let it go. You know? <laughs> she was like, leave it. You know, like, and I'm like, no, but don't you understand? You know? And she's like, I do. You know, like, I do understand, but let it go. Let it go. And I initially was so pissed. I was like, oh, come on, you know, and, and, yeah. and so we finished lunch. I, I still haven't told her. I'm, you know, like you make me think, you know, like I still haven't told her, but she's right. You know, like it was. <laughs> you gotta, they're always right, man. They're always right. The person, so, the person seeing things from the outside looking in, nine times out of ten, they're right, you know, but yeah. it's hard to admit that it, 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 you cringe just to say, you know. Yeah, like, and it's so much energy. You know, like I realize now, you know, like call it wisdom, call it whatever, but I realize now that, you know, like, there was a lot of wasted energy. One of the first job I had, I had the goatee and the uh, hearing. And um, that potential manager came in the interview and he's like, uh, you're going to drop the fucking hearing, right? Yeah. I'm like, what? He's like, I'm like, what? He's like, no, 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 no. You can't be uh, meeting with customers and have it at that. You're like, you drop it. Hmm. My first instinct was to just stand up and get up. You know, like it was just like, are you fucking kidding here? You know, like, and then so I'm like, okay. And he's like, the goatee, the goatee. And he started naming public figures. Yes. And, and you know, like he's like, oh yeah, but there's that um, prime minister that once, um, he had one, right? I'm like, I don't know. And he named like a few public figures. And he's like, okay, you can keep the goatee, but the hearing, no, no, no. Like it's a big no no. Right. And I was driving back home, I was like, I can't believe. But then again, you know, like I you know, like I had my I had my kids young 
and I couldn't say no. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was dinner was dinner was actually at the mercy of me not accepting that job. Right, you know? right, right. right. <laughs> and and I could find it off, but it was you know, and and during my old mostly my professional um, life, you know, it um, it it has cost me. You know, like, I, and and right now the situation it's a it's a, it's a bit around that. You know, it's just like you 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 look. You said it. You know, like you said it. You know, like you you you're, you're there's a there's actually just like you, you, people are being labeled as and 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 judge super quickly. And yes. fuck do I hate? Yeah, I hate that. You know, like it's a yeah. it's a tough it's a tough place to be at. But you know, yeah, you know, like it. You know, like I had to ask. You know, like because it's um. I know it's a lot of it's it's ironically a lot of effort to stand your ground. Very it true. Is. Yeah, and a lot of people it's like something I've learned recently is that not everybody is worth the war. Like let's just say you're an individual that can bring the war. You could bring yep. a battle. You could you you thrive off of it. You like challenge. You like conflict. Uh, something new that I'm learning is that not everybody is even worth your war. Just because you can bring the war, doesn't mean it's worth the battle, and that's okay. You know, like you'll live to fight another day for a battle that's really worth fighting. And it goes back to what I was saying. Like if you can't beat them, join them. Like it's okay. You know, like this is a decision you made because you're just like, all right, whatever. Like. Like you said, yeah. McDonald's McDonald's puts worse things in our bodies than than maybe this, you know? So yeah. just let it happen and let it go and run with the punches and see what happens, you know? So I could go to war with my company or I could maneuver and figure some other ways out to to make things work for myself. And I'm doing I love it. I'm taking that route. <laughs> I'll still, I'll still battle just a little bit, but not in the because I had this whole scheme. I had this whole, oh, I was ready, Alex. I was like, oh, they're gonna know who Eris is now if they did it before, you know. But then someone just had to, someone woke me out of it. They talked me out of it, and uh, rightfully so, you know. They're like, you know what, Eris, don't even bother with that. Like, some people aren't worth your war. Are you gonna spend your whole life here? No. Am I plan- like, no, I- I'm going to be leaving here soon anyway. It's not like a place I want to spend my whole life. I'm 32 years old. I have other things I want to accomplish. They're not worth that war. Even if you can bring it or that wrath, you know, just, 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 just shut up. Just shut up. You know, yeah. let go of the ego. Let go- yeah. Tell your ego to be quiet and just roll, stay quiet, roll with the punches and things will work out the way they're supposed to. So I get it now, you know? These are things that I've had to work on on myself, you know? Like, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard being yourself, you know? Like, it's your tough. true self, your true authentic self. Because you're in environments all the time that force you to be something else that you're not. They don't want the real Alex. They want no. the... They want the... the Formatted. Yeah. The, the watered-down Alex, you know? Yeah, yeah. So... I'm learning it's a, yeah. the fucking mold, you know, like I used to say, I'm not going to fit in your mold. You yeah. know, like I used to really am, 
I was angry at it. You know, like it, yes. it, it made me, it made me, yeah, it pissed me off. You know, like and my, my, you know, like I've been with my wife for 13 years and Congrats. she's like a master navigator. You know, like she just navigates, you know, like it, and, and sometimes she's like, you're really going to engage? You know, like, really? <laughs> I pray really? My I pray my wife is the same way. You know, I want to be able to look at my wife and say the things that you're saying too. Like, yo, she's really good at that. Like you want to, you learn from each other, right? It's like, yep. Yeah. Big time. Were you with her? Were you with her uh, longer than like, how long were you with her in total? Um, 13 years. Um, we've been married for uh, nine, actually. Uh, married nine. for nine, about yeah, 12, 13 years together. Um, that's I, pretty I, cool. Four years coming from it. Without marriage and then married. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, the, the trial was a, yeah, three-year trial. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. That's cool, though. Yeah, that's how I envision it for me, too. Like a nice two, three years, maybe four years. And then yeah, at least by four years, you know, okay, like that's someone I want to be with, you know. And, and, and to be quite fair, you know, like I, I, I come from a tough and um, toxic relationship. Um, really, really toxic. Yes. And, um, and, you know, to be to be super honest, I had two, you know, older kids, they're older now, but you know, like that were, they're full blown alienated, uh, alienated to, um, against me. Um, I, I haven't spoken to them for two years now. Um, so, you know, like it, it was toxic, toxic, toxic shit. So the relationship, um, so the relationship before this relationship. Previous, yeah, 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 yeah. So I have a 24 and um, 21, yeah, 20. 20 yep 20 she's 20 and um so and three, yeah, children, like it. three children in total yeah my youngest one is six um okay. yeah so the older ones um it took it took uh, over 10 years to fully alienate them um against me you know like the and the mission completed you know actually like they yeah, you know, like with the justice and, you know, like the court and the lawyers and, you know, like all the old shit, you know, like it was just like a, a whole party of, you know, like, um, yeah, shredding, uh, shredding parentality to pieces, you know, like just, uh, yeah, really, really bad. But all that, all that to say, you know, like that, you know, like that my wife now had to deal with those, um, well, wounds first you know right, because there was right. obviously some almost ptsd symptoms so like i was you know like me kind of you know like i'm not i'm, I'm standing my ground for no fucking reasons but you know like right. it was just like i'm not gonna be you know like diminished or whatever and right. whatever it was you know, like i wasn't being diminished at all you know, like i had a wife that you know i like had awesome self-confidence so again and and you know like she, she my wife um you know, um, transpire sexy because of yeah. our self-confidence, you know, yeah. and, and so, you know, like it's easy to be intimidated by that, you know, like, yeah. and she has a strong will. She's super intelligent, you know, like she, she's, you know, like a, a, um, a social magnet, you know, like, and, and in, in the best way possible, you know, like, and, and, and it was easy, you know, like to just reopen those wounds and say, wow, you know, like, fuck, you know, like I feel, you know, like I, you know, like it, it can actually play on your own self-confidence, you know? Yeah. So, 
anyways, you know, like, uh, it, you know, like I'm, I'm super happy with, her. you know, like it, she's, uh, she's a phenomenal partner in crime. You know, like she's, uh, no, we're doing a great team. <laughs> so that's that's inspiring it's inspiring to hear that you were able to still move on with your life and find love in a different corner because some folks they feel like they won't have that luck or be that lucky so to speak i don't even want to leave it to luck right but it's it's more because i feel like luck kind of devalues the situation yeah or you know but you have to work it you have to work it you know like it, it's um you know like um it's it's um yeah, you have to work it. You know, like you, 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 you find your match. And actually, Aris, you know, like I, I force myself not to let go. You know, like not to abandon the idea that I had that you can find someone. My parents were together for over forty years, right? You know, like so. You know, like the the example I had at home was an example of um, abandoning ship easy. Um, and so when my, when I met my wife, I was actually, um, she was a colleague of mine and, and, um, I was actually trying to get back together with my ex, you know, like with, with, with the parents of my, with the mother of my child. Yeah. And, uh, she was just a good friend of mine witnessing me desperately trying to fix things. You know, like, and she was like, wow, you know, like it's from what I hear, you know, it's not working. Like, I'm like, yeah, but you know, like I have to give every single freaking chances, you know, like just to see if, you know, like, and I would, I would always say the same thing. You know, like if, if, if it doesn't have to be, if, if it doesn't comes to be it, you know, like I have to sleep knowing that I tried every single angles and yes. um, at some point, you know, like I, I literally fell in love with that lady and, 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 that was my kind of my, you know, like the light bulb. I was like, shit, you know, like, so if, if that happens, it means that, you know, like I gave everything I could to, you know, like to fix things on my, you know, you know, my other relation. And that was it. You know, I could, you know, last nail in the coffin. Um, and yeah. All right. You know, like we. Really inspiring. That's really inspiring. It gives me hope <laughs> because I, at 32, you know, I think about, the woman who, I don't know who she is. I don't know where she is. I don't know if we've met yet. <laughs> Maybe it's someone I already know. Only God knows, right? But I just, I'm excited. I look forward to that day where I have something similar to your, to, to what, how you're describing it. You know, like you guys were friends at first, you know, you knew each yeah. other and you're building something. Like you said, you guys are great partners, partners in crime, you're building something. Yeah. 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 And it, it is, a, uh, yeah, it is like a construction, you know, like it is, uh, you're, you're building something, you know, like yes. you're, you're, and, and that, that involves work, you know, like, like, like every build, you know, yeah. so, all right, let's come back to our regular programming here. Uh, <laughs> this is good conversation. Yeah. We're talking, we're talking like we're not even on a, on a, on a show, right? It is. We're just sharing some knowledge. Yeah. Um, Let's rewind back your the tape of your life, Aris. You know, like um, I, I usually um, ask that of my guests. You know, like the, the, you know, like some of the marking the first marking moments of their lives. You know, like that. You know, like that has inspired the person they became. Um, where where would you bring me back to? You know, like in terms of you know, like your your own life story. Damn, 
as 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 you were speaking, a, a moment popped in my mind, and I don't want to start on anything negative to 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 just start on negative, but to just paint the picture of where where my inspiration or my motivation or self-motivation or the, the, the feeling of just not giving up came from, you know, and a moment in my mind came into mind when you were speaking uh, was when a moment where like the first off the word sadness came, came to mind. And uh, I was remembering having to like move out of a place and leave my things behind things that really meant dear to me growing up, you know, like, even in my day to day, in my day to day, I, I collect a lot of like action figures and comic books and stuff like that. But if I still had the things that I had to leave behind now, oh man, I would be like the ultimate collector. I had a lot of stuff growing up. I started really young with collecting comic books and action figures and stuff, but I moved around a lot. And some of the times that we moved around, we had to leave things behind. And, and why is that, Harris? Why was that? I, I, I don't think we had the stability in place that my mom wanted us to have, you know? My mother, she, yeah, we just moved around a lot. I was left in certain places, you know, that I wish I wasn't at the time. And my mom kind of left us left us in these odd places with, with folks, you know, and a lot of the times, like I said, when we finally did settle down together, it's like we had to leave that place for whatever reason, things that kids aren't, aren't aware of, you know? So, you know, you fast forward to today and I look at my apartment and the things that I've collected and it's like, those things really mean a lot to me. And I hope to pass those down to one of my children, you know, one day, but I don't know, just growing up, it was just like, I was forced to grow older than I was, you know, to mature quicker than I actually should have been or should have, you know, so. What was the sibling, you know, like the sibling situation? You had brothers and sisters in that name? Yeah, I I had one sister at the time and then my second sister was born in 1999. Um, You know, it's funny, I was on the phone with them today. We don't speak often but when we do it's as if we never started we never stopped speaking or you would think we lived in the same house you know together and uh there we're all in our respective areas you know every in our Mm -hmm. respective corners my my youngest sister there's the baby my young sister and then me i'm the eldest so my sister just had a child so i'm an uncle for the first time congratulations sir and uh we got on the phone today, like before this phone call, we were on a three-way call, just really just laughing, you know, and we didn't really get to enjoy our childhood together, us three. But now that we're kind of separated and in our own corners and more mature, we can come together and still just speak of the past and joke and still, you know, be there for one another. So I cherish those moments, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was the... um... You know, like usually when when this is rocky, you know, like what was your relation with authority in general? You know, like what was your, you know, like because you know, like the the, the, you know, the first source is well, actually your parents. Um, you know, like so so what was your relation with that authority? And then 
know, like the first foreign um, authorities that is actually school, you know, and so what was your relation with, with school authority then? Great question. You know, I was, I was, I was taught the foundations, you know, the foundations that I still use to this day, which is like, you know, respecting your elders. Um, I was taught how to have manners and how to speak and ask for things and to say thank you and bless you and holding the door for people or whatever that may be, you know, and a lot of those foundations came from my grandmother and my mom, my grandmother was one of those people that my mom kind of left us with uh, in certain times while my mom was out doing other things or traveling and living her life. So my grandmother had an opportunity to raise me and I was the first grandchild in the family. So my grandmother and I, we have that connection. I'm ev- I'm everyone's older brother. All of my cousins yep. and stuff who are female, they're all younger than me. So I learned those foundations and regardless of what I my my relationship with my mother, I still was able to show her that respect because I knew she was my mother. I was never like disciplined as a child because I had those manners and those things instilled in, in me. I never caused any problems. I was a quiet child, but I was an observer and I saw what was going on, even though people thought I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. I, I knew right from wrong as a kid. And um, I could feel my feelings as a child. Like I'm a very emotional being and I remember as a child, I felt things that I don't think children are supposed to feel because I was observing so many things, things that were not good, things that were good. You know, I knew what good felt like. I knew what bad felt like. I knew what uneasiness felt like. Like I could sense when something was about to happen, like, oh, we might be leaving here soon. And a lot of things would be left behind again, you know, like stuff like that. So, um. I feel like now in my uh, at 32, I'm enjoying life the way a child would. Not to say I'm in my second childhood, but the opportunities that I didn't get when I was younger, I'm able to enjoy life now the way a child would because I'm a bit more free now. You know, I'm on my own. I'm independent. I've been independent since 18. So I'm understanding things a bit differently and not taking life too seriously, just trying to live life to the fullest while you still can, because you mentioned the pandemic earlier, you know, people are dying. People, people are dying left to right. They're not getting that opportunity to live. So we got to live Alex, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Starving stability though. Are you, are you, you you know, like even the 32, you know, like, are you starving stability or you, you know, like, do you feel that, you know, like it has created kind of that um, scar in you where, you know, like if, if it becomes unstable or, um, do you have that in you or you were able to, you know, like kind of heal these wounds? Um, you know, like I'm, I'm you, you mentioned something, <laughs> this is the second time you're saying wounds in the, in our call. And it's funny because I posted something on Instagram and it was like, a, I, I post like these quotes of the day or whatever. And I don't know what, what drew me. Well, actually I do know what drew me to say this, but I said, some would rather s- throw salt in the wound than to be the cause of the wound itself. So I said, some would rather throw salt in the wound than to be the cause of the wound itself. I don't know. I don't even know what it means, but it's just something that came to my heart and my mind that I had to post, but I'm healing now. I'm learning how to heal. I'm learning how to keep structure. Structure has always been important to me, but there's a fear attached to that. 
Because for an example, like I'm 18, I, since I was 18, I've been living on my own and I've been living in the same apartment building since 18. So be, that there could be a fear attached to that because I'm afraid of instability. I won't try to move in a different place, yeah. you know? So there, there, that's, there's, there's that awareness there. But I like stability. It's because I, as a kid, I didn't have it. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. let, me, let me stay in this one apartment where I know I've been able to pay my rent and pay my, feed myself. And it's like a fuck you to the past, you know? Like, Absolutely. Let me, yeah. make up, let me make up the equal time that I didn't have stability yep. for the same amount of time where I can have stability before I move on to the next stage of my life. Almost a brag to yourself. You're like, like, fuck you, life. You're like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, I have to spend another 18 in one spot just to be, you know, just yeah. to close even. that. Break even. We're even, right? So, but that could be detrimental, you know? It's like, I'm learning something in therapy. It's like, you should never do anything out of spite because when you're doing things out of spite or in lack, um, not in spite, not only in spite of, but like what I, I, the term is, is out of my mind right now, but it's like, as a fuck you, you're still creating more chains for yourself because you're still attaching yourself to that fuck you when it's like, you should free yourself from that fuck you and not do things out of spite or in spite of to yeah. prove something to anything. You shouldn't have to prove anything to anything or anyone or the past or because you're creating more chain, more chains for yourself to break, yep. you know, unknowingly. So that's something I'm learning in therapy. I started therapy for the first time in my life this year, and it's something that I've shut down my entire life. You know, it always presented itself, and I said, "Fuck therapy, I don't need it. I'll deal with my own shit," which I did. But then you get to this age of life, stage of life, and you're like, "Oh wow, there's some things I really didn't deal with, and I think it's time I need to." kind of address these things and learn how to work through these things, the things from the past, because you're so forced to, you were forced to grow up and deal with them at a young age that it builds up, it builds up. And now you're dealing with it at a later age, you know? So. And it just resurface. They resurface. Exactly. So yeah, you got to learn how to manage and maneuver again. You know, it's like teaching yourself how to ride the bike again, you know? Yeah. In terms of uh, academia, you know, like, what was your, you know, like, did you have any plan, you know, like, either inspired by that instability you describe, or, you know, like, what was, you know, like, you felt was, what was your calling? Art, art, and, and the, the field that I'm in, social services, you know, because I grew up in foster care during my teenage years, um, Actually, I'll be honest with you, Alex. I'll be very honest with you today because I, I just love your I love your platform and everything and how transparent we're able to be. And it feels like we're just having a conversation. We're getting to know each other. So I like that. Um, after grade three, I told you offline, like I went to French school from kindergarten to grade three. Yeah. After grade three, I didn't go to school. <laughs> I wasn't in school after grade three until about uh, it was time for me to be in foster care at age 13. And when you're in children's aid or the system, their mandate is to put you in school right away, you know, cause they're like, why has this kid missed so much school? Let's put him in school. So I, I, I get into grade eight at age 13. I don't get to spend a full year in grade eight. And I've been out of school since grade three. 
So they don't test me or anything. They just put me in there and it's like, go ahead, you know? And then that same year I'm forced into high school and I haven't been around kids like this in like, uh, since grade three, you know? So I'm forced to learn things that I was, I wasn't able, I didn't grow up learning, you know, like trust, you know, I was so naive in high school, you know, I was very naive and, um, and then throughout the the foster care stage, while I'm in high school, my social workers who tend to change often, you know, they all tell me, oh, you need to go to school if you want to be in this field. You need to go to school if you want to work with youth. You need to go to school. And I said, I'm going to do it without school. <laughs> and I never went to college or university out of high school. I just started volunteering and I got involved in these organizations who I'm truly grateful for gave me opportunities, you know, they gave me opportunities and I worked my way up the ladder and I've been in management for a very long time, you know, managing homeless shelters in the city and working with families and youth and people from all walks of life. And I was learning how to work with youth, Uh, not we're learning how to work with youth, but I was, I was running programs for youth in the artistic side of things you know media arts and stuff like that which led me to podcasting and stuff so art art is always you know even going back to uh collecting the action figures and my mother one thing about my mother that i hold dear to me is that she's the one who exposed me to like comic book characters and cartoons and as a kid she would teach me the ins and outs like she just knew things she knew all the ins and outs of these comic book characters and these cartoons and I remember as a kid looking up to her for that, you know, and she passed that gene down to me. And if you were in my apartment, you'll see just like collections of like all my comic books and my, my action figures, you know, and I go to the comic book store once a month and I have a relationship with my comic book guy. And those things just mean so much to me. I draw, yeah. I, I do music, like everything is art for me. So, Yeah. The, the um, you know, like you mentioned being naive um, in high school and, you know, like trusting too much. What, was it, again, kind of a, you know, like a bit starving stability or starving, you know, like something or someone you could trust? Was was there, you think there was something of that nature into that? You know, like, you know, like where, you know, like, you know, like even, you know, like a, as a young kid or a young man, you were, you were looking, you know, like kind of that. I don't know, like, the, you know, like some, something you can attach on, or, you know, like kind of. All I had was TV as a reference. I had the television, things I saw on TV, you know. My mom kept us really secluded from interacting with communities and kids and stuff, you know. Like, she really held her children in high regard, which I respect. And I couldn't get the things that other kids were getting, you know, like. I wanted tearaway pants and sneakers and instead during the summer I'm wearing dress shoes and fucking like, you know, she just had us like little adults from a kid. Yeah. Like, my birthday parties, there were no kids. It was adults. I was at an adult restaurant with like adults, you know, so I only had TV for reference and whatever I saw on television, I, I wanted that, you know, I wanted a group of friends. I wanted like a high school sweetheart. I wanted to know what love felt like. And I I always said, you know, I'm always just be a one woman man, you know, and I I got exposed to things and concepts that I'm like, 
that's not what I thought they really were, you know, like whatever I thought they were, it's not really what it is. Like yep. you're not, you're not going to be with that girl forever. You guys are going to break yeah. up. You're going to go crazy because it's your first love. And then you're yeah. going to fuck your pain away and fuck everything that walks <laughs> so you can get back your manhood. Yeah. Or the group of friends you start with in grade nine by grade 11, you're not going to be with them because you're evolving and maturing and they're fucked, you know, like we're all just trying to find things out, you know, and figure things out as kids. But I also didn't have my father growing up. You know, I don't know who my father is like nothing, like no name, no picture. So there's a piece of that, that also I felt was missing. And I've always felt like if my dad was around, maybe my life would be different. You know, maybe he would have taught me those things. It would be different. That's for sure. You know, like in terms of what it would have been, you know, that's a, you know, like it's, it's all kind of up in the air. It's funny. You mentioned the, the friendships. Uh, one of the first friends I, I, I lost because he moved. Um, we were doing improv together. Uh, yeah. We were from two different, um, it was, it was um, middle school and you were, were two different school to uh, doing improv and you know, I literally, it was my first Asian friend, um, you know, um, and, you know, so, so I discovered the Asian culture and, you know, like just, you know, like it was just such an eye opener meeting again, big props to my friend Gary, which I don't know where he is anymore, but, um, so he moved like, I don't know, like, but I'm a kid, right? You know, like, so we moved not too far, but too far for me just to, you know, like, pick, you know, pick up the bus and, you know, go meet with him, even though I went, but, you know, later, but, um, and my, it was a Sunday and my, my parents go pick up some Chinese food, whatever. Then I'm crying, sitting next to my dad in the car, crying, my friends moving, <laughs> you know? wow. my friend is moving and I'm crying. And my father, which to this day, my father, 72 years old, never had one friend ever. Wow. He's, 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 uh, you know, like the, the, you know, like he's a family of 13 kids. So his best buddies were actually his brothers. Wow. Um, and, um, I remember him kind of, you know, like in his, you know, like in his father wisdom telling me that, you know, like I will end up an adult with no friends. <laughs> Because of his own life experience, right? <laughs> he was like, "Forget about it, buddy. You know, like you, you won't have any friends later in life." You're like, I'm like, "What?" He's like, "No, no, 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 no." You're like, you know, you may have one, two, maybe. You know, like, but you won't have like. And I was like, "Well, you know, like in my mind, just like fuck you, dad. You know, like that won't happen. You know, like I'm gonna have friends. You know, like I'm gonna have some close buddies of mine, like, dad." <laughs> I will have friends, Dad. <laughs> I will have friends. Yeah, yeah. But um, later in life, I, I I understood what he meant by that. You know, like you, yes. you, when it comes to high school, you you know, like you're 14, 15, hang, hanging out. You know, like just like thinking that these people are going to be like friends for life or whatever. And um, at the end of the day, you know, like again, you know, like I'm 46. I have a handful of friends. You know, like three, four, and. Um, and you have to maintain that. You have to, you know, like you have to uh, keep that alive. You know, like you have to call and, you know, like ask how they're doing and whatever. And um, and there's very few that, you know, like you, you connect, you know, like, and, and, you know, like you have like a deep connection with. Um, 
but yeah, you know, like there's, there's a lot of teachings that, you know, like sometimes, um, they do hurt. And, you know, like it, it, you talk about the first love, you know, like, you know, like that first heartbreak is such a fucking disaster. <laughs> you think especially, you're going to die. Especially when you, especially, yeah, you do. I was so like, I was suicidal because of it. Like, and you don't have, when you don't have the supports for it, it's crazy. It's like, if you don't have anybody to go home to like a parent and talk, speak with about, what you're going through, it's like you just feel like you're in the world alone after that first love breakup, right? But it's like, you know, it's it's a bit crazy. And you just shared something that I could relate to because I had a friend in high school. His name was Eddie. And he moved away as well. And he called me one night to tell me that he's leaving, right? But I told him, like, stupid me. We would walk to school together. And if he hears this, Eddie Silva, Eddie Silva, Portuguese guy, if you hear this, please holla at me. But we would talk on the phone. We would speak every night. And I was in foster care at the time. And I was I was all in this like lovey-dovey phase, right? I'm getting to know girls. Girls like me. I'm the new kid at school, whatever. And one night I'm on the phone with a girl. Eddie calls me. Eddie's like, yo, Eris, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. I'm like, Eddie, uh, I'll call you back. I'm on the phone with Tiffany. He's like, no, I really need to talk to you. Make sure you call back. I'm like, all right, all right, I'll call back. I end up staying on the phone with Tiffany for however long. The next day, I'm supposed to walk to school with Eddie. I don't see Eddie. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Maybe I'll see him at school. I don't see him at school. Turns out Eddie got deported the next day. And he tried to call me. He called me. To like give me a heads up, and I bawled my fucking eyes out, man. Cause a fucking girl, that fucking girl kept my time. I'm like, ah, like <laughs> girls will be the death of us, some of us, you know. Like, so Eddie Silva, if you if you listen to podcasts and you listen to this one, please reach out. You know, I don't know where this guy is, what happened, but. It's like you know someone one day and then the next day they just disappear, you know. So Yeah. And it's it's um it you know, like those first times are you know, like they're defining, you know, like the, the, you know, like my it's funny because my parents they had only one love, you know, like so there was no heartbreaks, you know, like very few actually. Yes. I think my mom met my dad, she was thirteen, you know, like, and so it was that's long and, uh, term, man. They come from a different. They come from a different era, you know. Do you ever exactly. wish? Do you ever wish that you grew up in their era? There, there's some pieces of that, you know. Like we had like the the World Fair, and you know, like there was a, you know, like the the Montreal Olympics, and you know, yes, yeah. Um, so I mean, in 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 a sense, you know, like the especially our province was just like exploding of self-affirmation right like both on the social side and the politic you know politics side sort of something interesting around that at the same time um i'm not sure you know like am i you know like are we in the best era i mean i i truly believe that you know like every generation is the is in their best era you know like that there's there's definitely it's fun, you know like some fighter this weekend there was a UFC card someone said um, there were two fighters that at the end of the 
of their fight. Like it was just like an all art war. And he said, um, we're not born in the right era. We should have been in a Coliseum killing each other. You know, like I was like, that's a bit much. You know? That's too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're gladiators, way, right? Some of them are gladiators. Yeah. So yeah, like, you know, like, like, it, yeah. and I, and I'm sure he does believe that. You know, like, but but I I don't know. You know, like there's you know, like I'm 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 not too nostalgic. You know, like I'm I'm I tend to be living the moment you know like and, and enjoying you know i you know like i do myself too you know like i have like a lot of you know like that the gadgets and the collectibles and you know, like that the stuff that you know like reminds me of you know of periods and and times and um you know i was talking about the restaurant and uh you know like that we went to and the guy the guy's a funky chef you know like and he's like um Okay, guys. So, like, here's you know like how dinner will work. Bye, 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 bye. And he's like, uh, that dinner is going to be provided by Wu Tang Clan soundtrack tonight. You know, like, and then, yeah. and uh, and so all night, um, it wasn't just Wu Tang Clan. It was actually all kinds of bands, but bands of my era. You know, like the yes. alcoholics, and you know, like there was a lot of alcoholics, stuff yeah. that what was. You, what do you of... know about the alcoholics? <laughs> what do you know about? <laughs> Well, you know, like it's funny because I, I had a good friend of mine, Marc Andre, that would buy imports. You know, like we would go to a, a store in, in downtown Montreal and buy like these import cassettes and, you know, like kind of stuff that was a bit shady, right? You know, like stuff that, you know, it wasn't mainstream, you know, like so we had the, you know, like we had the uncensored Two Life Crew band albums yes, and yes, we had yes. the, you know, like we had all of that kind of underground shit. And, um, I don't remember all of them, but you know, like some was, and and so the chef went table to table. And I'm like, I'm sorry, buddy, but it wasn't just a, a Wu Tang soundtrack right. tonight. It yeah. was a few alcoholics and BDP, and the guy went, "Holy shit, dude!" You know, like you know your hip hop. Like, well, yeah. 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 <laughs> I know my stuff. You know? <laughs> That's dope. That's dope, man. All that to say that you know, like I tend not to be not too too nostalgic, um, even though. Um, I read a lot, you know, like, you know, like looking back at stuff, you know, like, and I, you know, like I, I can appreciate it. Um, yes. yes. Yeah. You know, um, so as you said, you know, like you, you were, you were, you know, like kind of, um, guided through, you know, like, um, helping others and, and, you know, like through artistic kind of channels, um, what, you know, like you, you mentioned being in, 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 charge of you know like a either foster center or community services center yeah did that does that or it still does but you know like does that fulfill um the mission you felt you were you know like you were given it's a beautiful question um i think I think like 90%, I feel, I feel like that, that chapter should, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm okay. over. I think I have. So you repaired what you had to repair. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I did. I misunderstood the question. Ask, say it again, maybe. Well, do you feel that, you know, like, cause you know, like there, there's something about, you know, like fulfilling uh, a calling. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I accomplished a lot and I, I have a lot that I still want to accomplish. I just don't know. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be real with you. I feel a bit lost right now. You know, I feel like I already accomplished the things that I wanted to. Obviously, there are more that I there are more things that I want to accomplish. I just don't know what they are. I don't know if it's in this field. I don't know if it's just doing my art full time. You know, um, when you're in this field, you become really jaded by, you know, you come across an organization, for an example, and it's like, okay, you see their values. But when you're on the inside, you're exposed to things that are just like not healthy, you know, and it's like, is this where I want to spend my time and my life? Do I want to give my energy to this? But I'm 32. I still got all this energy and I could take it. You know, I'm not like burnt out or anything, but how many hits can you take? And it's like, I'm successful in my art, you know, but art doesn't pay 100% yet. You know, we're, we're on yep. that path. So I think every day I wake up thanking the universe for being alive that's a that's an accomplishment you know i'm glad that i'm still here i'm glad that i'm not giving up you mentioned something earlier about you chose not to just never give up and to keep going and that's what i look 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 to for inspiration on a daily basis that like yo i'm still here i could have i could have given up a long time ago and i'm still here so you know when you play a video game and you acquired all these skills and these weapons and the the inventory and then you die and it's game over and you lose it. You lose all that stuff and you got to go back and pick it up. Like that's what giving up is to me. Like I would never do that because I've acquired so much. I don't want to go backwards. I want to keep going, keep playing this game because steel sharpens steel. A challenge that comes your way on a daily basis it's going to make you better and stronger, wiser, wittier, you know, just, just like I had a conversation with someone yesterday, Alex, and this is a person that I wish I could really connect with on a deep level, but she's not there. She's not there. In fact, she's in the same place that I left her a year ago, a year and change ago. It's like, what have you been doing this whole time? I've been growing. I've been improving on myself. I've been working on myself. I've been trying to change for the better. Just so when this moment happens where we connect again, if if it ever happens, I could show you how better I am. I'm greater. When when we left each other, I grew. I took that opportunity to learn things and to improve on myself and to learn what I, from those mistakes. But she's still stuck in the fucking past. Yeah. And it's scary. It's, it's like that's sad. Not- it's sad. It, it is sad. It is sad. You know, like I, I, I you know, like you, you see that from some some of the elder. You know, like the the, the older yes. people. Yes, yes. And There's you know, like where they, they seem to, you know, like they seem to have abandoned. You know, like like fuck, man. You know, like that. There's still time to go. You know, like there's there's definitely still time to go. It's you know, never like, and, too late. It's never too late. It is crazy. Um, one of the last questions I have for you, Aris, is... Um, <laughs> you have great what? questions, by the way. This is like... I, I really like our company. <laughs> Thanks. Um, what, you know, what do you consider uh, you know, a healthy, daily, spiritual um, 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 
spiritual, physical, mental diet to keep on going on, to keep improving, to keep getting better at life. You know, like what, what for you is, you know, like your your must do and you know, like on a daily basis. I love that. Uh, another thing I posted today, which uh, it was, I put in quotes, uh, thank you. And then I said, this is the first thing that I say out loud every morning. So the moment I wake up every morning, Alex, and I see that I'm still here, the, fir- the first words out of my mouth are always just thank you. I just say thank you. And showing gratitude to whoever your creator is, whatever your beliefs are, the universe, call it whatever the F you want. As long as you believe in something, even not believing is believing. So if it's yourself that you believe in or only what you see, that's fine. But just you got to show gratitude to something. Yeah. Because you can't you can't take responsibility for all of this. It's not just you, you know, so something is playing a role in all of this and the fact that you're able to wake up and you're, you see that you're still here and you have another opportunity to be your best self to maneuver around challenges or through challenges that uh, present themselves to you work on your communication skills, etc. Like I just acknowledge those things on a day-to-day basis. And I speak out loud. I go to the mirror and I just look at myself and I say, just, just thank you. Continue to be you. Look at you. Look at yourself. Look at what you've made it through. You're still here. So go, go, go inspire someone else to remind them that like they could do it too. You know, and I have my daily affirmations that I have on my fridge and I have a set schedule that I live by. Like, you know, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, I read and write in my book. I, I, when I read a book, like right now I'm reading a spiritual book. It's like it takes you through the 12 months of the year and each month represents a theme. But when I read a book, I, I study the book. Like I, I take notes as if I'm in school still. And yep. I, I write down little tidbits that I want to remind myself of. And those become some of my affirmations as well that I revisit on a day-to-day basis. Um, you know, Thursdays or Wednesdays are podcast days. You know, I record on Wednesday, like just having that structure in my mind and in my heart and in my day to day help me to keep moving and to, to remind myself of my purpose and why I'm here, you know, and how I can inspire others and change myself, change from my old ways, my past ways. We have to continue to grow, you know, so not being so hard on ourselves, on ourselves, but understanding that these challenges come with the successes. It's not going to be all perfect. So, yeah, I hope that answered that question. <laughs> it does. It does. Thank you. Thank you. you know, like I, I, I recently added that question to my list of must ask. And, yeah. you know, like I love that, you know, because like, it gives, you know, like there's, there's similarities, but you know, like the, the, how distinct it is from one pe- person to another is, what makes it so interesting? Like, you know, but, but, you know, like the, the, uh, gratitude, you know, I like guess some things that comes off it, you know, like the, the gratitude of, you know, like being there, that, you know, like to keep a sense of purpose, you know, like it's, um, either, you know, like even in sobriety, you know, like that there's something about, you know, um, I, you know, and, you know, like if you don't make it mandatory in reminding yourself to be, you know, 
have gratitude, you know, towards, you know, like even, you know, just sobriety itself, you know, like to, you know, like to be sober and, you know, like to live every moment in clarity, you know, I guess something that, you know, like I, I, I sometimes forget, but you know, like I tend to be quite grateful, you know, like, so, so thanks for that. We forget, we forget to be. We do. We take for granted, you know, like it's a, there's a lot of shit we take for granted. Um, last thing, Aris, where can people find you? You talked about Instagram, your podcasting. Where can people find you? So the Who and How Club uh, is my podcast, my movement, my blog, the Who and How Club. Uh, you could look us up at uh, on whohowclub.com. Uh, so W-H-O-H-O-W.com is the website or at Who How Club on all social media platforms. If you want to reach out to me personally, I am at only one Aris, O-N-L-Y, the number one A-R-Y-S, which is my first name. Uh, and my music, uh, I have some new projects coming out. So get familiar. Uh, my website's ArisDejan.com. Aris Dejan is my first are my first and middle name, and that's what I use as my artistic moniker um and i'm just working on some stuff right now you know just continuously creating through podcasting through music uh through modeling through writing through working with the homeless and i look at everything as art and this conversation today alex was was a piece of art that i am going to cherish and i'd love for you to come on our platform as well so we could get to know more about you in an in-depth way so I appreciate you having me today. I'd love to. I'd love to, you know, like uh, return the favor. And, you know, like it was, uh, I had a blast talking with you. Like for all of the guests, you know, like don't, don't pause, don't, don't stop that shit. Just scroll down in this description and every fucking links that Paris just provided are there. Just look, look down and click. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and um and i thank you i thank you for your time i thank you for how open you were uh i feel like we could have talked you know for hours like this, yes. you know, like there's so you know, so many stories that you know like i feel we could have shared and uh but at the same time you know like that's that's the beauty of that freaking podcast so like it's it's you know like that you know like there could be a take two and take three of you know like that conversation and yes. that's what i enjoy about it you know like and um and um i wish you the best Aris. so like it, you you know like it you you it was um, there was a lot of fucking hustling going on in your life, you know. Like there was a lot of struggling and resilience, and you know, like it's a it's a phenomenal example of you know, like again of another guest that just went through all kinds of fucking hustle and all kinds of you know, like of looking looking at a thousand feet. You know, like I, I I tend to always look at my my guest story from a thousand feet, you know, again, and someone would just describe, you know, like kind of the premise of Aris, you know, I can say, okay, I got a guy here. And, you know, like he's, <laughs> wow. and they just wow. like the big lines of, you know, like your life. And someone would say, okay, so he's, he's dead now, you know, like, or, or, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's homeless. Yeah. No, yeah. man. You know, like he's a, he's a successful professional that lives out, you know, like mostly out of, you know, like his artistry and, you know, like, and could you fucking believe that? You know, like, and, and someone would say, no, you know, like, and so that's, that's what I like about that. You know, like, that's what I like about the conversation is that, you know, like, uh, you know, like, you, you're probably my 165th guest, you know, like, where, you know, like, people have, when you describe people's life story, you know, like, a lot of the, you know, like, the, of the, the public out there would, would not believe, you know, like, what, what, 
how phenomenal human beings are. And you know, like you, you're another great example of that. You know, like that, you know, like true resilience and true believing in ourselves. So like we can make, you know, like phenomenal things, you know, like, you know, and, um, and thank you for sharing that. that. A lot. No, that means a lot, Alex. Thank you for acknowledging that. And you inspire me as well. Just the combo before we started recording was really inspiring. So the conversation will definitely continue and you coming on our platform, we're going to continue this combo and, uh, we'll flip the script, but I could tell when you, like you said, if you and I speak, we could speak for hours. So Absolutely. I'm excited to have you on our platform and we'll get to know who Alex is and kind of pick each other's brains on something. So thank you again. Thanks. Take care. All right. You too, sir. Bye-bye.